Today is Wednesday, December 7th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcement is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take aside and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Uncommon Goods, your secret weapon to make holiday shopping stress-free, where you can shop a huge selection of meaningful, unique gifts by small, independent businesses. Last night, Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock was elected again as senator, this time for a full six-year term, so we won't have to do this particular election again for at least a little bit. This also means that the Democrats have an official majority in the Senate with 51 seats. And while Democrats have been in the majority technically since 2020, having 51 seats means that they're in the majority without needing a tie-breaking vote from Vice President Kamala Harris. This not only speeds up legislative processes like confirming judges, kind of a big deal, but also means that Democrats can put up legislation without needing to have the entire caucus on board like Joe Manchin, whose single opinion will no longer be able to hold up the entire upper chamber of Congress. Sorry, Joe, you're no longer the number one guy in the group. Now that we have our final count in the Senate, let's talk about what we can expect from the soon-to-be Republican-controlled House. It's still not yet clear who the speaker will be. And now Representative Andy Biggs, who was part of the more hardcore original insurrectionist inner circle, announced that he will be challenging Kevin McCarthy for the speakership. Biggs announced his candidacy by urging colleagues to break the establishment and cited examples where McCarthy was disloyal to Trump, such as considering censoring him after January 6th and his initial support for Liz Cheney, not to mention failing to make clear whether he thinks the world is indeed flat. Congress has awarded their highest honor, Congressional Gold Medals, to the law enforcement officers who defended the Capitol on January 6th. The award ceremony was held yesterday in the Capitol Rotunda in recognition of the U.S. Capitol Police and the D.C. Metropolitan Police, as well as to honor the surviving family members of the officers who were killed in the insurrection. In addition to the loss of five officers' lives, 140 people were injured by attacks with flagpoles, baseball bats, stun guns, bear spray, and pepper spray. Because who doesn't have those things lying around at home? special counsel who's taken over the two DOJ investigations into Donald Trump, Jack Smith, appears to really be going for it. Yesterday, he subpoenaed officials in multiple counties in Arizona, Michigan, and Wisconsin, where Trump had tried to reverse the election results in 2020. Requests for all records of communications with Trump's campaign, plus a long list of his aides and allies, were sent to Dane and Milwaukee counties in Wisconsin, Wayne County in Michigan, and everyone's favorite, Maricopa County in Arizona. So hopefully Jack Smith's New Year's resolution was to read a lot more. I hear those coup attempt communications can make a great beach read. Yesterday, a New York jury reached a verdict in the trial against the Trump Organization, which was found guilty on all 17 counts at issue, including tax fraud, conspiracy, scheme to defraud, and falsifying business records. Manhattan District Attorney prosecutors demonstrated during the trial that Trump's company engaged in a 15-year criminal tax scheme orchestrated by top executives at the company, where they compensated themselves with off-the-books perks like luxury cars, free apartments, school tuitions, and more. There were no named individuals in the case, but the Trump Organization technically belongs to none other than Donald Trump. And that organization is now looking at a roughly $1.6 million fine 
which is not tax deductible. Sorry, Donalds. For a guy who so loves to commit crimes through self-name-branded businesses, I'm honestly surprised that he didn't call it the Trump's erection. And finally, the state of Maryland is banning the use of TikTok and any China and Russia-based platforms within the state's executive branch of government. Maryland's Governor Larry Hogan announced this emergency cybersecurity directive yesterday in an effort to address cybersecurity risks presented by TikTok, saying that the app could be involved in cyber espionage, government surveillance, and inappropriate collection of sensitive personal information. This comes after last week when South Dakota's Governor Kristi Noem and South Carolina's Governor Henry McMaster made similar moves within their state governments. Look, if you want people to put their phones away at work, just say so. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Uncommon Goods. To get 15% off your next gift for this holiday season, go to uncommongoods.com morning. That's uncommongoods.com morning for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer at an amazing online store. Uncommon Goods, because we are all out of the ordinary. And if you want to put me on your gift list, leaving me a rating and review for the podcast would be completely priceless and you don't even need a discount code. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.